Hi everyone, this is Brittany Bond and welcome back to the podcast. Today I want to talk about what is the matrix and how do we escape the matrix and live in our own freedom. So a lot of you know like the Matrix movie and you're like, is that what she's talking about? But I'm actually talking, I mean, it is, it is kind of that, but that is, you know, just one aspect of it. And today I want to share like what my version of the Matrix is because it can mean a lot of different things to different people. Um, for me, the Matrix is choosing to give up your source connection and allowing someone else to decide how you feel and think and live your life. <sighs> so I just want to take a deep breath on that one. So for me, living in the matrix is you deciding that you don't have a source connection and allowing someone else to tell you like what's good and bad, how you should feel, how you should think. It's giving someone else the responsibility of how your life goes. And most of us are actually born into some form of this. And, and that's okay. Like that's the timeline our souls chose to experience. Um, but what's interesting is when you're, you're ready to, to let that go and to live the life that you want to live. And if you're watching this video, you probably are really wanting to do that and you're just trying to figure out how to do it and again give yourself lots of space and time to figure that out because it's all one big journey and we're here to experience all of it um but it's really under it's really important to understand like what the fuck's going on you know because um otherwise you are giving up your your freedom you're giving up your advo advocacy which is like your right to how you live your life um so Again, for me, the matrix is a mental and emotional prism, prison that we, <laughs> my boyfriend Friday always has prism on accident, so I started saying that. It's a prison, so it's like you are choosing, it's not a physical thing in a lot of, in a lot of situations, it's actually a mental and emotional state of allowing others to decide who and what you are and how you're going to live your life and what you're even going to allow yourself to dream and imagine of what you could be and how you could play out your timeline. So just being aware of this is already going to shift things in you. So I just really want to like let that sink in. And as we do on my episodes is I invite you to take a deep breath with me. Um, so if you're in a space that you feel comfortable, close your eyes and then breathe out, like breathe out by pushing your stomach in. And then when you breathe in, expand your stomach, like you're pregnant, like try and fill it up as much as possible and then bring the air up through your chest and out through your head. So breathe in and at the top, hold it and then let it out without, with whatever sound needs to come out. So one more time, breathe in and hold it and let it out. And notice how you feel in your body right now. Like how much time do we actually allow ourselves to come into full presence and to check in with how our body is feeling? So this is a permission slip for you to do that. So when I think about like the matrix, 
I thought that I grew up in the only matrix there was because I mean that's just my reality that I was born into so I just thought like this is it and like everyone else is free because I grew up as one of Jehovah's Witnesses which is a Christian uh, a very conservative Christian religion a lot of people consider a cult I consider it a cult and you know within my dynamic of how I grew up, the mental and emotional prison that I was in was that women didn't have any rights. Like we were born to sin, like everything was shame, guilt, and everyone was being constantly monitored like from within the church. So if anyone was acting out of alignment of what the church wanted, you could get kicked out, you could get punished. There was lots of consequences for, you know, not being following what matrix, which is the framework that they have set up of how we should live our life and what we should be and who we should, what we should do. And I just, from a very young age, like remember feeling like this is God, there's got to be something else out there. Like my whole body was constricted for most of my childhood and I just really wanted to get out. And I remember like going into my imagination a lot of times and like that was one of my only escapes. And I would imagine this beautiful world of me like uh, living right next to all my best friends and having a dog and like um, and living somewhere near the water. I love the water and just like feeling so safe in my body and like feeling like I could just be myself or whatever version of myself I wanted to be that day. And, and, you know, like growing our own food and like, and, and just being at peace with everyone and like, and feeling fully expressed in my creativity and feeling so connected to people that were like-minded, like people who were on the same page of me of wanting to be their individual selves and wanting to create this beautiful world together. And I would just like, (laughs) at uh, like church meetings, I would be there for hours and hours, just like in my imagination, like feeling into the vibration of this new reality that I didn't know if it actually existed and if it didn't exist I was ready to build it and when I left my cult so I was born into it like my great-grandparents were in it like my grandparents my parents they're all of them are still in it only I only have some cousins who have left um my sisters everyone and when I left they all chose to one shame me and make me try and make me feel guilty for choosing to you know sleep with whoever I wanted to live my life however I wanted to travel to basically not be within the religion and that was the only reason why that they have chose to disconnect from me was because I didn't live I chose to live outside of the matrix, the framework, the mental and emotional framework that they bought into. And, you know, like when I think about my mom and my sisters, especially, I'm like, wow, like, you know, women, we really didn't have any rights. Like you're, you're kind of expected to um, be a single virgin your whole life or get married to a husband and have him be the head of the household. And like, you can have an opinion, but he decides everything for you. And like, you know, he gets the final say of how your life goes. And then the church above that, who's run by men, get the final say of how your household goes. So you are just really, you know, a slave to that matrix of mental and emotional prison that they set up for you. And all of it is, 
is fueled by fear and shame and guilt and like this fear of like you might get kicked out you might get publicly shamed like I wasn't it was announced from the platform of my church that I was no longer one of Jehovah's Witnesses and and within that mental and emotional prison this is like the worst thing that can happen because when that happens every single one of them is programmed to not speak to that person anymore so my family within that mental and emotional construct was not allowed to speak to me anymore And in their programming, they were made to believe that that was the best and the most loving thing that they could do in order to motivate me to come back into the religion. So cut them out until they, you know, figure out that this is the only way. And then they come right back in. And a lot of people do this because they really miss their family. I did this. I I got excommunicated. They call it disfellowshipping from my religion. And I spent two years walking into the church three times a week and having every single person walk by me as if I didn't exist and like not look at me like this is what it means to be disfellowship you are a ghost within the organization and then when middle-aged white men decided that I was worthy enough and had repented enough of my sin which is sleeping with someone outside of marriage then they announced from the platform that I was allowed back in And then after that happened, I was like, oh, fuck, I cannot handle this. Like my emotional body does not feel safe to put myself in a situation where at any moment someone can judge whether I am good enough to spend time with my family. Like that is just not okay. And I choose to live in a world where I can be myself completely and I can be soft and also strong and powerful as a woman and create whatever life I want to live. If I want to organize play parties, I organize play parties. If I want to sleep with more than one person at a time, I get to do that. If I, if I want to like build a community on, on an island during COVID and like you know, have a, a community farm and, a, and, and like all these beautiful things that I'm building in the world. And I get to do that because this is my life, you know, and, and no one else gets to decide what happens in my life. This is my, my own living art piece, what I am creating and who I am and how I choose to react to whatever is happening externally. So it's not about them you know, kicking me out or trying to shame me for not being in the religion. It's about who I choose to be in reaction to that. And of course, there's days like today where I woke up and I was crying because I miss them. And I'm so sad that like, we are in, I'm sad that we're in the transformational age, because I would love to be in the timeline already where everyone's already happy and like, living their most epic timeline and like, supporting and like, rooting each other on and where your biological family can and choose to have your back in this way of like yeah go build a new world go do it like we haven't quite figured it out so you are the next generation you're here to to figure it out you know and you just let those emotions go through you and you feel the feelings and you cry the tears and then you keep going and in my timeline when I left my religion I I really stayed in my own bubble of reality where, you know, I <clears throat> I worked in a law firm enough money to create a savings for myself. 
And then I partnered with some people and I launched a travel company where we traveled for people who work online. Now they're called digital nomads. But at the time that that word didn't exist, this is in 2014. And we created these pop-up like co-living hubs where we would like rent a mansion in Italy or an apartment complex in Berlin or a bunch of villas in Bali. And people would pay us as if it was rent, like they would pay like a membership fee. So they would get their rent, their co-working space, and we would plan fun excursions on the weekends. And we would travel together with our group. So like 30 to 40 people every month would be bopping around all these countries. And that's the reality bubble that I've lived in for most of the last eight years. And then when COVID happened, I got locked down on Copanyong, which is a small, tiny island off the island, off the coast of Thailand. And, and it's a very big spiritual community. So that was like a whole other interesting thing to drop into. But I have stayed out of the bigger bubble of what I'm realizing now is its own matrix, which is the world and mainstream. Because, you know, like when, so I want to back up a, a little bit and tell you a story. Like when I, when I would get interviewed, so I would I've been launching a lot of these digital nomad communities, like these communities for remote working people and expats around the world. And with our travel company, we would be a lot of times the first one in like a new location. Like we were the first ones in Croatia to like bring our group there. So we got all over the news and people were interviewing us and like we were on the radio and, and people were just like, wow, these people with their laptops and they're just like living their life like outside of the nine to five and they're from all these different countries and they like live next to each other and they're in a community together. And this would be um, a standard thing that would happen country over country. And so I got really used to being like this, this leader of, yeah, you can live whatever life you want. And so people started having me speak at conferences and I, and I was like, you know, this like, leader of this new revolution which was like digital nomadism and like um, working remotely and then I started consulting companies to help their teams transition to remote work but when they would interview me a lot of people would be like what does being a digital nomad mean to you and and they're like does it mean freedom like is this why you're doing it and I just remember being like I don't really understand why you would say freedom because for me, like I'm just already free just by living, leaving my cult. Like it's not, but then I realized that like there is levels to that shit of like matrix, like emotional, mental prisons that people choose to be in. And my cult was like a very deep level of that where it's like, you know, every single emotion, action, word is monitored and it has to be in alignment with what they want or you get kicked out. You know, like this is this is a very deep level of control and and disconnection from our source energy that these ones are choosing to be in. It's still their choice. They can leave at any moment. I left like it is our choice whether we stay in any situation or not. Um, and and like most people don't get out from where I left, you know, like I didn't have any support. I was raised in an environment where I didn't know how the world worked. I learned about how the world worked through books. <laughs> but what I'm realizing now is like through these interviews and then through like just understanding more and more of how the world is, is, is right now, is that there is still a mental and emotional prison out there. There's still a matrix out there and it's, 
and it's like the nine to five job. It's like the, the traditional society and governments and religions. Maybe they weren't as extreme as the cult that I grew up in, but they still are, you know, controlling people and people are allowing themselves to be controlled. This is the point. They are not doing anything that you are not allowing them to do. You have complete control over your life. Let me say that again. You have complete control over your life. No one can do anything to you that you do not allow. And I I really <laughs> I really want to emphasize that point because so many people are like, "Oh, but we have to listen to the government. We have to, and of course like you know, be a good citizen in the sense of like, be a nice person, like don't kill people, like, you know, like don't steal things. But if they are trying to imprint fear into you and and motivate you to do things that you don't actually want to do, or if, if your family or your religion or your government, your society is expecting you to be a person that you do not want to be and you have to be put on a mask in order to be accepted into your society, into your community, then that is living in a matrix. That is living in an emotional and mental prison that you are allowing yourself to be in. So being outside of the matrix is means living in an environment, choosing to live in an environment where you don't need a mask. You can be yourself. You can show up and like I was this morning and just be crying because you're sad. And you can create whatever life you want. And you can allow yourself to feel all the feelings. You can allow yourself to to dream big and imagine all the things that you want and then go get them. Like, this is what we're here for. It's like, this is one big playground. We're here to experience all the things and remember how powerful we are. And remember our, each one of us has a source connection. Each one of us has this invisible line connecting us to our higher selves, to our soul, to whatever you believe in, but it's out there. It's in there. It's there. And when you choose to believe that, then everything changes. On the outside, there has been so many times in my life where I didn't have money. I didn't have support. When I left my religion, I didn't know anyone outside of my religion. I wasn't allowed to be friends with people outside of my religion. So I was 24 years old, living in New York City, and completely alone in the world. And when I tell people like more details of my story, of like those darker moments where I really, really didn't have anyone and I really didn't have any support or money or connections or any of those things, a lot of people tell me like that they would have killed themselves and, and maybe they would have, you know, but I know that I am here to, I just want to like pause on that and just be like, I love my life and I am so grateful for the opportunity to experience being a human on this timeline that I would never give it up voluntarily unless my soul has some bigger plans for me out there. But I am a fighter and I'm here to make my most epic timeline and to be a symbol in the world that we can all do this. If I can make it and thrive, not just survive, but thrive in my life, then you can too. 
but you have to choose and you have to take responsibility that whatever is in your life right now, you created. And I'm not talking about like if someone's abusing you or whatever. I'm telling you that you have the choice if you allow that to continue. So now that you are aware that you have this power, that you have this ability to create whatever timeline you want, then you are allowing yourself to create this timeline that continues in this way. So once you're awake to it, that's power. That's why knowledge is power. That's why information is power. And the more that you allow yourself to realize that you are all powerful, the more that synchronistically you will get the support, you will get the information, you will get the connections that you need to keep building the life that you want. So it's not like you step out there and you're alone. You know, like even by watching this podcast, I'm telling you, you are not alone. I'm here. We're out here. We're figuring it out together, you know. But you have to you have to choose to step out first and then the universe and your higher self and whatever you believe in will respond. But you have to make the first choice and you have to believe. You have to believe deep inside that you are made for something bigger, that you are made for a better life where you are happy and you are embodied and you are being your most authentic self and you have a community of people who support you and cheer you on and want you to thrive as yourself. They don't try and make you fit into whatever perception that they have, whatever box they have created, whatever matrix of emotional and mental prism they have created for you so that you fit into the timeline of what they want. You get to choose to break free from that and to be whatever you want and to go after whatever your heart desires. Like, this is why we're here and it's so beautiful. So, Something that I think is really important to say is that when you look at a lot of the way that like, um, like again, this is all a choice. So, but I want to say that the goal of most things in our life that have, you know, they have their own agendas is is to distract us from our source connection. So when you look at like religion, government, social media, which is marketing, which is big companies, they all want to distract you from your connection to your higher self. Because when you are connected to your higher self, you don't need any outer authority telling you what's good or bad for you because it's all relative. When you are connected to your body and you're dropped in and you're connected to your higher self and you're awake to all of this, then you will choose at every given moment what is good for you. Yeah, you can take in information, but you are going to decide within yourself what is the best for you to do. And, you know, especially big companies that are marketing things to us, they want us to feel that we're unworthy in some way so that we buy whatever thing that they're trying to sell to us, like beauty, clothes, anything and everything that they're trying to sell to us. So it is the most rebellious thing that we can do to tell ourselves and to actually believe that we are perfect just the way we are. We are beautiful. We are worthy of love and connection and having our most epic timeline just for being ourselves without having to buy anything, without having to do anything, without having to go anywhere, whatever, whatever they're trying to tell you. If it is not coming from your higher self, 
then it is someone out there who wants you to be in their matrix so that you fall in line with whatever they their agenda is for you. And this is why a lot of people, you know, they get like conspiracy theorists and they get like in fear. But even a conspiracy theorist is a lot of times falling victim to fear. And you can choose to be a victim in your life or you can choose to be a hero of your life. So when you are awake to the, the reality that you create your reality, then there's no need for conspiracy theories. Everyone can have their own agenda, but you will always know within yourself and feel within yourself what is good for you and what is not. And that will lead you on the path that you need to have everything that you want in your life and all the beautiful things. So there's no need to fear that something, someone's going to program you or like, you know, catch you in some trap or whatever, whatever, because you will have your inner authority telling you which way to go. And for me, that is like, that is freedom. Like that is not like I'm living, I'm working remotely. It's like freedom is like, I completely am able to do what I love. And I, I work in a way that feels good in my body and wherever I want to be, I'm able to go there. Um, so I just, I also want to share another story. It's like when I went to Copenhagen, if you don't know Copenhagen, <laughs> I invite you to listen to some of my other podcasts because I talk about it a lot. Uh, it's the first place in the world where I really thought like, wow, this is it. Like this is like, the whole rest of the world can just kind of fuck off. Thank you very much. And I'm going to build my new earth society here. I even created something called Panyang Nation with some friends where where we are building what we believe is a new option of how we live in the world. And this is like community housing. This is community gardens. This is recycling programs, coral reef regeneration. And this is like really being together as a community. Um, and the island itself is kind of like one big retreat. <laughs> like that's how it feels when you're there. Like you're, when you go there, you're, you go there to like face your shit and come into your body and to connect to your higher self. Like it is a beautiful playground for that. And when COVID happens, I had just gone to the island like a couple of days before. And so I was there through all of lockdown where we didn't have COVID on the island for the first year and a half. And people could leave the island, but they couldn't come back. And so it was like the first time where I really felt safe from the outside world. I was like, wow, like literally no one can come onto this island. This is ours, you know? And it was almost empty. So we had a very small, tight-knit community of people where we, we go to a coffee shop, you go anywhere, like you see them on, on your scooter driving by and you knew almost everyone. And that is a really good feeling in my body. Like I felt so safe. I felt so nourished by it and I felt so in my place like leading the community having a community space and doing a lot of these beautiful initiatives that we were launching because I was like this is a place that I can call home you know I have my dog I have nature it's like you can go to the waterfall you can go to the beach the local I was like integrating with the locals I have my Thai mama who loves me so much and and like doing um, a lot of initiatives with the local Burmese community, which are refugees there because Burma uh, is having a lot of, Myanmar is having a lot of wars. And we were just like 
living our best life, fully integrated, fully connected to the earth, connected to each other and connected to our higher selves. And I was like, this is it. And then, and then the world opened (laughs) and Thailand was one of the last places that lifted their travel bans. So we really didn't start getting tourists until, I mean, it was probably like two years in like, um, and so like I had two full years of like being completely isolated from the world and feeling so safe in this like womb, like this little, like I call it the womb of the earth. And, and then like all these tourists came and like all these people came that really needed to heal. And this is what the island is for is like to find yourself. But it was so many people so fast and it was the most amount of people the island had ever seen, like in all of its history. Like, you couldn't find a place to stay anywhere. Like, people were, like, camping on the beach because there wasn't any places to stay. And I got really overwhelmed. Like, I was, like, overwhelmed energetically because I'm very sensitive to energies. And um, I also got overwhelmed because I was, like, this is my home. And people came with the mentality of, like, taking. Um, And that's not everyone. But I think because there was, like, not that many places to stay, there became, like, the scarcity mindset Whereas like I had lived on the island for two, I I was there for three years total before now. And for most of that time, we were on our own. You know, you go to a waterfall and you were the only one there. You go to the beach and it was like five people on the beach and everyone knew each other. And we'd all just kind of nod and like, you know, honor each other's existence, but still do our own thing. And suddenly there was people everywhere. And to get from the top of the island to the bottom is like 30 minutes. So it's a very small island. But all of this, of course, I feel is very divinely led for me. Like my, I have known forever that my path is like, you know, my higher self is guiding me so strongly. And I was like, kept asking myself, like, why, how is this happening for me? Like, what is the, what do I, what do I need to know right now? Like, what am I supposed to learn? Because <laughs> I, like, I was like, I'm in service. I'm here, universe, higher self. Like, if this is the place, we're going to be the prototype of the new earth. Like, we build this, like, beacon of light for the world. And we can video it and, like, share it and show everyone how they can make these communities around the world. And then suddenly, there's just, like, a mob of people just came through. And I was just like, what What do I do? <laughs> how do I handle this? And um, And I realized that the island is meant to heal and find ourselves and then go back into the world and share our authentic selves with the world so like the island will always be there my dog is there it's my home and at the same time like I know that I am meant to do like really big things in the world like actually create this new earth society and and like um if I were to stay on the island, my, my impact can only go so far. Like people who are coming, they heal and they go back out and they share. But like if I come out here, you know, I am representing Copenhagen vibrationally. And this is something I really loved because like we're in Munich right now. And Faraday, my boyfriend, and I went to an aesthetic dance here and this last weekend. And I was there and it's a little cold here in Munich still. And like... I could tell that people were still kind of like shy on the dance floor. And I'm used to like the only aesthetic dance that I've ever been to is on Copenhagen where people are just going for it, you know, and like people are just jumping around, like just being their authentic selves and just completely owning whatever is coming up for them and letting the emotions go through, through the dance. Uh, So this is my first one outside of that safe, 
happy home environment where my dog is waiting right outside on Copenhagen at the excited dance and I hang out with all my friends. So we're here and it's like in a, a school gymnasium and it's cold. So everyone's wearing like warm clothes and they're just kind of dancing like in their little spot. And I was like, what is going on? And then I just start like, I brought like my shorts and my tank top and I was like, I know I'm going to get sweaty, so I'm just going for it. And I was just dancing like crazy, like I always do. And Faraday was also dancing like crazy. And we were just having so much fun and like bouncing the energy back and forth. And I lean into him and I tell him like, we can bring Kalpanyang here. You know, like I was like, yeah, well, like, because I could tell that our our joy and our ecstaticness, like that vibration was affecting everyone around us because people started like dancing more, more fluidly and like more like, big you know taking up more space and and like really allowing themselves to express themselves and then so I said to him we can bring Copenhagen here and he he leaned in and whispered to me we are Copenhagen and I was like oh okay so this is what I really was settling into is that the goal is not to run away from the matrix and hide on an island the rest of your life I mean that's great I have friends who are living on Copenhagen permanently and I honor their experience and you know where they are but for me it would be hiding and I was there for three years in the womb and I feel very grateful for that experience and I will always go back it's my home and where my dog is um but I'm realizing that we you know the goal is to go there, figure your shit out, become your authentic self, and then go back in the world and build and share your vibration and go after your excitement and follow your passions. And for me, my passion is to build these bubbles of community around the world, like where we can travel and we can be Copenhagen. We can be these safe spaces for everyone to be their authentic, weird self, amazing selves and to feel safe and dropped into their bodies and be able to be our sensitive inner children you know like feel safe and in community and try to do that and to keep this vibration of being awake to who we are and to this new world that we are building actively through shifting our vibration so when I talk about like the matrix this is something where you know it's not anything to be scared of it's something to be aware of and then choose you have the choice. You're all powerful. Whether you want to buy into that or whether you want to opt out. If you opt out, don't like just opt out of everything and run and hide or become depressed. A lot of people do this. They're like, life's meaningless or whatever. That's also another option for waking up. You can choose that everything means nothing or you can choose that everything means something beautiful. And that's what I've done. And that's what I invite you to do. Because when you realize that everything is really beautiful and this is what you choose then you can build a beautiful world vibrationally like heaven can be down on earth here because it's all a vibration and you can step out of the matrix into this new earth vibration where we are allowing ourselves to be our authentic selves and we are supporting each other and we're in tribe and we are one big soul tribe together building this new earth and I will tell you that when you are in your actual soul tribe like when I'm with my crew I don't actually I don't care how long it takes to build a new earth because we already have arrived with each other like we have each other's back we're supporting each other and we're so excited 
to be with each other just to be to make food to dance to you know organize retreats organize meetups to build courses like it's just like for me it's like whatever we do it's okay and it's beautiful because we're together and I want you to have that feeling too because it's the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced okay I'm sending you guys lots of love and let me know how this um, affects you and resonates with you you can always send me a dm on my instagram Brittany bond and also we just launched a course how to become your authentic self and drop into your body and live your most epic timeline so go to vegansavage.com and you will find that course and please do it because i want you to rise up with us and this is all the downloads that i have learned over my timeline i put them into this course and i want you to be able to just take it and run with it you know and rise up and join us okay send you lots of love bye